to Success Beneath the Surface, hosted by Deborah Fell, Managing Partner at Chief Outsiders. Deborah provides insights specifically for CEOs from growth-oriented companies. Thank you, Susan. Chris Young was sitting in his office at 6.30 in the morning, as he did every morning, along with a number of other analysts at the investment firm where he worked. And he and the others were pulling together all kinds of data and creating an analysis and a report that would then be delivered to the desk of the executives for when they arrived at 8.30. Chris, being process-oriented, incredibly bright and quick, and also enjoyed sleeping in a little bit later, said to himself, I can create a script for this. And that's what he did. He tested it. And soon he was still sleeping at 6.30 in the morning while the script was running. And then the report, he could come in a few minutes before 8.30 and place it on the desk of the executives and, and his managers. I've described my strengths to be about operational efficiency and really unlocking. And there's some people who are really great at sales and really, some really great at marketing. I think one of my strengths is really understanding processes from, from first principles and to unlock additional value based on that understanding. And we saw that happening with flights. We'd have, uh, you'd be able to look restaurant reservations. Nowadays, mm -hmm. it's almost antiquated to call in for a lot of people. You can book your dentists and your, your handyman online. And we took the recreational activity space and to really try to build a platform for it. And mm -hmm. so it was probably one of the scariest decisions mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. my professional career, if not the most, hmm. but we got our jobs and went yeah. all in. We should stop mm -hmm. what we're doing here and mm -hmm. build something that's going to add value to mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people. The broken things at large companies offer huge opportunities for that's a company such as yourself. That's exactly it. That's what got us thinking about, hey, you know, we're doing all this work for mm -hmm. other companies and they're and these are established mature companies that right. somehow are deriving value from the intellectual property from the technology that we're building that's really incredible how could a, such a small company like us really have made a difference and so it really occurred to us to really zoom in on this yes. and recognize that what we did had value chris before you go on there's something there about these large companies looking to you as a startup and a small company to help them solve some problems that can unlock further growth or remove friction, whatever the case may be. And I can't help but wonder, I don't know how prevalent that is in the world. It's perhaps not talked about as much as it actually exists, but I can't help but wonder if more large companies took advantage of that, where you had the mix of the entrepreneurial vision and eyes to see the gold bricks that the corporations just step over or trip over and never see on a day-to-day -day basis. What is it that you see that no one else sees? In a couple words, it would be three things. Mm -hmm. The first is that we seek profitability. The second is that we seek synergy between business units. Mm -hmm. And number three is that we seek inefficiency. Because our view is that if a company is profitable and yet is still inefficient, that's mm -hmm. kind of a beautiful thing. Because a lot of times you have a beautiful efficiency, beautiful product, beautiful technology. You don't have the demand. You don't have that profitability. Mm -hmm. And often you end up selling a dollar for 90 cents. My firm belief at this point that the greatest accomplishments of mankind, <laughs> humanity, have been through cooperation and teamwork. Trust is one of these words that is an outcome. 
And the mentality to get there is just oh, such a different mentality. It's a it's proactive mentality. It's a team mentality. This is a matter of preparation and ability to nimbly respond to the things that come at you, to roll with the punches. At some point, he was called out for this, but in the end, the company adopted this approach and still uses it today. Not surprisingly, you will learn it, and, and I want to encourage you to please go back and listen to his full podcast from last week. But Chris Young, not surprisingly, along with one of his enterprising college roommates together, they formed a company called Vimbly Group, which basically identifies companies that are profitable but are full of inefficiencies that also share a culture that is very important to him. And they acquire these companies, bring them in, and optimize them from their current state of already being profitable to even more profitable. And they invest for the long term. They own these companies and just continue to improve and to maintain these firms and also share synergies across the other companies. So there's a lot of lessons for companies today, large and small, about how to look at your own company. So you have to assume that everybody listening in on this podcast, in your company, there are inefficiencies like this. There are friction points that may not today show up on the P&L. They may not have a contribution margin assigned to them, but there are some core inefficiencies that people may or may not recognize that at times can, as Chris likes to say, cause the company to sell a dollar's worth of goods and services for 90 cents because of the drag on the company by those inefficiencies. And so how do you go about inspecting and really looking for where are the parts of the company that are inefficient? If you think what really inspired Chris, he was a low-level manager in the company. Not a bad place to start to find out what are some of the inefficiency in the, in the company. And I can remember Bill Marriott, when I was senior vice president of global brand marketing for the company, he would ask from time to time, let's find out from the front line, let's find out from the managers, what's not working so well that we can fix and make it better for the employees, better for the customers, and more profitable for the company. So there are all kinds of places to look um, but I found over the years and in speaking with companies as I do today, and some of them are larger than you might expect, that there are many gold bricks that they step over every day while we're focused on the next massive growth initiative. There are places to drive profit and to improve employee and customer engagement by finding and fixing some of these processes and certainly in today's labor-constrained world, interest rate and some of the other issues impacting and creating a more uncertain environment, you can grow profitability from just where you are by finding and fixing. And certainly you can hire folks to look from the outside in. Certainly at Chief Outsiders, we do this particularly on the customer and the product and service profitability side. But there are other outside services that can help you look at your company in ways that you wouldn't. But I, I got to tell you, there are a lot of people inside your company today that have a lot of wisdom about what could be improved and what could be better. So thanks for listening. I hope you go back and listen to Chris's full podcast and hope this insight kind of below the surface of what folks usually are looking for 
will be helpful to you and your business. Next week, we're going to speak with a gentleman by the name of Brian Williamson and learn how he grew up in a farm town and worked his way to be Google's brand video leader, coach, and chief story seller, impacting companies the world over. I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe in all your favorite podcast apps. Just look for Success Beneath the Surface. Chief Outsiders, part-time growth executives with full-time results.